Your actions speak so loudly that I can't hear what you're saying, said Ralph Waldo Emerson. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the second episode in my series that I am making on my take of the great concepts of other people, uh, how they've created concepts that have had a big impact on my work, on the work that I do with clients. And I'm focusing today on the trust equation from the book, The Trusted Advisor by David Maisler, which I have found to be so useful. And that equation says that trust equals credibility plus reliability plus intimacy divided by self-interest. And in this episode, I'm going to cover the second element of that equation, which is reliability. The previous episode, I covered credibility. So just think for a moment about the people you know who you trust because they are consistently reliable. And what is it that makes you feel that? What is it that they do? And I find it's really very simple. They either do what they say they'll do or they be who they say they are. So they deliver day in, day out with no drama. It just kind of happens. And it happens so consistently that after a while you don't even think about it. You don't even have to worry about those things. You just know that whatever it is that you wanted, that they promised it'll be there. And similarly that they just are who they say they're going to be. And again, you don't have to even think about that. You just know that when so-and-so turns up, this is the way they'll operate, and sure enough, they do. So there's a consistency, there's a stability that you see there. So I think in my life, I mean, there are a range of people and companies who I really trust in that way, starting with my hairdresser, Ryan always consistently does a great job, makes me feel a million dollars. Amazon, whose packages, you know, always arrive when I expect they're going to arrive. A colleague who will always write a report and I know that those reports will always provide insights and I know the clients will love them. Or a couple of clients come to my mind who I know will always listen with an open mind, no matter how challenging the feedback is that they receive from either me or receive from their team. So reliability, I think, when it comes to trust building has two dimensions to it. The first is doing what you say you're going to do, keeping your word, delivering, whether that means returning a phone call or a report on time or a loan paid back or a target met. And to be someone like that, you have to be good at making wise promises in the first place. Some people say yes too much because they want to please and they really want to look heroic and then they can't deliver. It also has a lot to do with what I call staying above the line or not buying into kind of blame or justifications for why it became impossible to deliver. But, you know, always looking for what can I do to overcome those obstacles to make it happen. 
So you do do what you say you're going to do. And the second element is being who you present yourself to be and doing that consistently. So if I present myself as being a good public speaker, then I'm always delivering the goods. Or if I present myself as a good team member, then I'm always thinking for the whole and not just for myself. Or if I present myself as being good at open to feedback, then I stay non-defensive. So I build a reputation for certain characteristics, certain traits, and I consistently display those. Because I think it's when people see us doing something over and over that gradually they build that trust that this will be the case in the future. A client actually said to me recently that he knew that if I spent a day working with his team, that I would challenge them enough to really cause insight and cause them to change. But then in the process, I wouldn't piss them off so much that uh, they rejected me. I guess that's the reputation I've built. And he knew that the result would be a better team delivering better outcomes. And that meant an awful lot to me, actually, because he said that that's what he thinks my reputation was about. And that is indeed what I've tried to build my reputation about. So there was kind of an alignment between the feedback that he gave me and and what I've always aspired to be. So two elements to work on then, I think, as we build reliability, that element of the trust equation, and so then become more trustworthy. One, we deliver what we say, and two, we are who we appear to be. So a few tips and exercises I can offer, which I think have made a big difference to me. First, perhaps obvious, perhaps not, is to keep reliability the focus of your attention. I think I said the same thing about credibility in the previous episode. And I do this because it really does make a difference. Many of the things actually that I speak about in this podcast are not in and of themselves that difficult but they need attention and intention. They need to be remembered all the time. And then you need to be really clear you're going to get better at these. And when you give attention and intention to reliability, then there are some wins I think you can get. One of them, I think, is to be explicit in your promises and explicit in when you can deliver on them. So I absolutely give you my word on this. And then I promised I would deliver this and here it is. So you kind of highlight it in your own mind and the mind of the other person. You highlight that you're making a promise. So you make it deliberate and you highlight that you kept that promise so that both of you are aware that you're someone who does that. Second thing I've found is practicing not saying yes to every request, especially not saying yes immediately. So thinking more, being more deliberate, making them a bigger deal for you and your recipient, making them really count. The third one I would say is to become really good at anticipating and mitigating risk. So this is one skill or habit or way of thinking, I'm not sure what I want to call it, that I find consistently is present in people who always deliver on their promises. They are rarely caught out by surprise problems which disrupt their ability to deliver because they've trained their brains to anticipate possible things that could go wrong and to build mitigation plans for if they do. So the book that I released earlier this year, Accountability at Work, really builds on that 
more deeply and go to Amazon if you want to take a look. It's a very easy read. So then the other part then is what does it take to be someone who people have come to know that you will be the thing that you present yourself as being, which comes down really to authenticity. And I think to allowing your natural strengths to shine through and not compromising them, especially when you feel under pressure, which is where it's hard for all of us. So a colleague of mine is consistently attentive and service orientated and has been for ages. And I really trusted her to be that way. And then she seemed to kind of drop off and to be less that way. It was as if she cared less. And I could feel my trust in her dropping off quite a bit. And what made the difference in the end was I raised it with her. So I said to her, look, you know, I've noticed it's what's going on because you've always been so consistently caring and attentive. And she told me that her head had been turned towards a different kind of service, a different kind of opportunity for her in her career. But she hadn't let me know that that was happening. And I think if she'd done that, it would have given us the opportunity to talk about it. And that would have perhaps handled my need and her ambitions and probably allowed us to prevent that trust dropping. So by not giving me the context, I think she lost some trust in my eyes. So then that has to be rebuilt. So that is the key element, I think, is the consistency. And when you do feel you're about to drop it or you have dropped it, to very quickly apologize and explain that why that is. Because, you know, none of us are complete saints and we all have those moments. But I think what keeps the trust is acknowledging it really quickly. This week I watched a, a Tom Hanks movie called Finch, which was just terrible. And Tom Hanks, for me, is one of the most reliable actors, you know, over many years, right back to when I first saw him in the movie Big, and that is going back a while now, that he's just always a great actor. And suddenly this new one, he wasn't great. I'm kind of going, what happened? Why did he take on that role? Of course, I'll never know, but my trust in him has just eroded a little bit, and that may affect my future movie choices. I'm not now completely sure that a Tom Hanks movie is going to be a good movie just because of the strength of his acting. So what is it that you're personally reliably known for? What do people trust you to be? Because that's your personal brand. So give that a little bit of thought maybe this week and then guard it and protect it with everything you have. And if you do feel your standards slipping, talk it through with the people who've trusted you and let them know what's happening. Because I think that context and understanding helps people to forgive and helps potentially elapse in your reliability. So there we have the second component of the trust equation, reliability, in what you deliver and how you show up. So reliability and credibility. And in the next episode, I'm going to look at the third element, which is intimacy. So until then, go well and enjoy the process of building trust. Bye for now.